ready. I'd like to get all of you in, and I, I'm an armless. You got a nice. I've got your nice arm, though. <laughs> so, I'm James Michael Mulcrone, and who are you? I'm Peter Ungar. Hello, Peter. Hi, James. How are you? I'm not too bad. What are we doing here? Um, well, I think we're going to be talking about movies. I think we are. I think we're introducing the Popcorn Pundits, aren't we? We are. This is our Popcorn Pundits podcast. Boom. Say that a little. Can you say that really quickly? I'm not going to try. Go on, do it. Popcorn Pundits. <laughs> <laughs> Popcorn Pundits pod- podcast. Podcast. That's it's, quite difficult, it is isn't quite it? Tricky, yeah. We'll have to try that on a drink or two as well. So the idea is that we're going to be doing a weekly review show of our. Favourite or not so favourite movies. I'm going to be pointing out movies that I don't like, as we're well just, as the movies that I do like. We're just going to choose a movie or two a week yes. to watch and then talk about it. On and encouraging people to go to the cinema. Yeah, it's fantastic. Why should people go to the cinema, Peter? Well, it's uh, it's a fantastic date night out. As it a star, is. Yeah, you and I could go on a date night out on a regular yeah, basis. Totally. And also, we, we live in Marlow, yes. and we've got this brand new, wonderful, shiny cinema it's that's opened up a couple of weeks ago. And it's it? um, yeah, it's just kind of brought movies back to the forefront. And I think so. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's, it's injected a little bit of excitement into it. Yeah, absolutely. And we also need to introduce our fabulous editor and producer, Nikki Smart. Hi, Nikki. Yeah. Hi, Nikki. Hi, Nikki. How Nikki's going to be checking facts for us. Well, particularly that for me. <laughs> and making sure that I don't swear too much. Well, we might draw you in slightly. So before we start, I think I'd like to start with the top 10, 15? 15. We've got top 15 movies this week so far. Maybe we should start at 10. Should we do 10? Yeah. Cut it off, shall we? Yeah. Okay, then. So what's the number 10 movie? At the cinema at the moment. It's, it's Saw X, James. It is Saw X. And this is the first We film. went to see that together, didn't we? <laughs> we really did. Really? Is that the first time we went to the cinema together? No, we saw um, Tenet a few years we ago. We did. No, I didn't go with you. Yes, you did. Did I? Yeah, because you, you'd seen it once already. I went to it three times at the cinema. Yeah, and you knew what was going on by the third time. Well, just nobody knows what's going on in Tenet. I turned up a bit drunk. I just still don't have any clue what that film <laughs> was about. Red and blue. That's what you've got to think about. It's red and blue. Anyway, so Saw X, we were really surprised... Yeah. How in-depth it was Yeah, it was compared to other Saw movies. I walked out mm-hmm. actually not hating it. Yes, we learnt so much. Yeah, and I woke up the next morning absolutely hating it. And when you actually did kind of you? think... I did. Really? Yeah, because... You're so fickle. Well, yeah, when you kind of realise mm-hmm. that it's all absolutely unfeasible and impossible, yes. then it doesn't quite work. So does everything have to be realistic for it to be feasible for you? No, but I'm still going to get grumpy about it if it is. Oh, good. I'm glad of that. Yeah. Uh, number nine is The Creator. I haven't seen that. No, I've seen it twice. Yeah. I've seen the first time I went to see it, I didn't enjoy it as much as I should have done because there were people talking behind me, which is going to be my pet hate, which I'm going to bring up on a regular basis. Oh, can I bring something Please up Please do. So when we, went, bring up? when we went to see Saw X, you Somebody ate... was eating really, really loud... I... I have never heard a <laughs> louder <laughs> snap. Yeah. Honestly... He took one crisp in his mouth and yes. bit down on it, and and the whole cinema went. It was unbelievable, and That's I was just very like, nightly. "What on earth? What yeah. were they? What were you eating?" They were knacks. Oh my good lord! I've never had them before. They're really so spicy. Um, number eight is Smotherhood. Oh. Now I'm I'm assuming that's to do with Brotherhood and the other trilogy. The, the other movie about urban lifestyle. I haven't seen it, so let's carry on. Unless it's pronounced Sumo the Hood, and then that's a totally different <laughs> film. And what, what's that one? Um, it is um, when Rico and Kane need money, they decide to rob a megastar in right. a nightclub toilet and hold him up uh, but... in the local bank, but things don't go as planned. A misunderstanding leads to them leads them into business in one of East London's toughest 
confirms. Hmm. There you go. There we know. Brilliant. We'll, we'll watch it on Netflix. Um, <laughs> number seven, The Great Escaper, which apparently is Michael Caine's last ever movie. Yeah. Which yeah. is a great shame, but also... He's about, done a lot. About he's time. done a lot. Yeah, he's been Michael Caine for a lot of years. <laughs> like, I, think I don't think just... this is even a real name, you know. <laughs> anyway, um, I haven't seen it, but I was in Normandy when it happened, and we were watching the real-life person going going from England over to Normandy. Because the story for, the story for The Great Escaper is, is a pensioner escaping from an old people's home. And you witnessed this? We didn't follow him, no. no. <laughs> How did you know it was going to be a movie? camera. <laughs> Trackers. It's amazing what you can do with trackers nowadays. Old age pension trackers are amazing. No, because we, we were in Normandy to, to watch the celebrations of the Normandy beach landings. Yeah. Obviously, that was a bit of a story, but a side story, you know. And finally, some old codgers on their way over from England and it's another runner from a lot of people's home. Anyway, number six, Exorcist Believer. So we saw the trailer for this, didn't we? Yes. We saw it. So I haven't seen the actual film. Yes. And... I was terrified the whole way. Well, it's funny you say that. I've I've heard possibly the worst review of an ever movie ever about this one. Apparently, apparently it's, oh. it's, it's it's or apparently the, the trailer is ten times better than the movie. Well, the trailer was epic. Mm. Let's leave it at that, shall we? Yeah. Uh, number five, uh, Paw Patrol. Mighty the mighty movie. <laughs> Very exciting, that one. It's three weeks. Shall we, shall we have a plot line for that one? Paul, what is it? What is it? They're dogs. But one of them, one's a firefighter, one's a police... Right. One's... It's not like Strays with no, Will Ferrell. No, That's so very it's sweary. It's a, it's a kids' TV series. Oh. It's a kids' TV series, yeah. um, and it's based in Adventure City, and they um, gain some magical superpowers after a meteor strikes. Would that happens to one of us. Yeah. I want to live in Mega City. You do. Yeah. I want you to be struck by a maid. Number four. <laughs> Number four. Taylor, Taylor Swift. Are you going to go and see this? How can it be classified as a movie? Uh, Nobody. Because if it was a documentary, it'd be different. But it's literally a concert. I don't know. I don't know how to answer that, to be honest with you. Thank you. I'll just leave that. Uh, Number three is Killers of Flamby, which we'll come back to in a moment. In depth. Okay. Deeply. Okay. <laughs> Number four. Trolls band together. Help us, Nikki. Trolls. I think this is. I want to say this is the third one in the series. Yeah. Go on then. Trolls. Um, voiced by NSYNC boy Justin Timberlake. I couldn't think of his name. Right. And Anna Kendricks. Um, and they just. Anna Kendricks. Anna Kendricks is in all like the Pitch Perfect films and things. Oh, I like um, those films. Weirdly. Yeah. So the main girl in that. Yes, the dark-haired the one. Dark-haired. Yes. Not she, the blonde one. No, not the funny Wilson. one. Yeah, um, Anna Kendrick. Yes. she is in this. She does one of the main oh. voices. Okay, good. Well done, her. Um, and number f- number one, Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, so my daughter went to see this. Now apparently that is a spin-off from a, uh, computer, a computer game. game. Yes. Yeah, a two D computer game. Apparently, a two D computer game yeah, rather than saying. a three D one. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like a. Action adventure horror comedy, I presume. Yep, absolutely right. So like a, a horror in situ type movie. Animatronic robots possessed by demons. children. Yeah, yeah. Some... I mean, I can't think of anything worse. Well, my daughter said that if you hate kids, yes. you're going to love this movie. Oh, they... should we go now? Yeah. <laughs> so if you like to see violence against children, this is the one for you. So it's classed as a supernatural horror film, right? Based on a, the video game series, and a troubled security guard begins working at Freddy's. Fazbear's Pizzeria. Yeah. While spending his first night on the job, he realizes the late shift at Freddy's won't be as easy to make it through. And so the mayhem begins. Dum dum dum. 
and that is the top ten. Top, is the top ten. ten. Right, so number three, Killers of the Flower Moon. Now, we went to see this separately, didn't we? We did. I've seen it twice. Yeah. I went to see it once at another cinema, and then I went to see it another second time at the Everyman. Cool. With my friend Tony. Excellent. Yes. Three hours, 26 minutes. And how did you feel about... Because everyone talks about the length of it, don't yes. they? Everyone well, comes out all. going, yeah, yeah, and it's just like, um, oh, have you been to see it? And yes. they go, it's oh, not, it's three hours. It's, it's, it's not, I mean, it's not as if it's the first film that's ever been made that's over three hours long. It's I, not like... Do, do, do. No, but it's... The thing about this film, yeah. at that length, is that quite often with a three and a half hour movie, yeah. you'll get a lot of peaks and troughs, like in tempo mm, and drama. Yeah. And this is quite a steady plod through Absolutely three and a half hours. Relentless. Just I, I loved, away. I loved it. And I, and I thought it actually was lacked a bit of detail because it was only three and a half hours. It, it could have yeah, been it a series because there were so many bits where you kind of felt like you wanted to know a bit more about yeah, what was happening. Characters so, and, yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. So should we give a small synopsis if, if somebody hasn't watched it at all? Yeah. So it's set... What, what year is it set in, Nikki? Yeah, we have Nikki's going to find out what year it's set in. However, Native American Indians... Yes. Uh, they are... They're, 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 their world has been reduced and reduced and reduced to the point where there are certain small clusters in certain parts of America. There's particular it, tribes, and exactly. this is known as one of the smaller tribes that were not... Yeah, not acclaimed at all. No, they, they live in a, quite a rough, not very nice part of America. Absolutely they? So they've right. been shoved in that part, haven't they? And, and then... And then one day... They find oil. <laughs> and Hallelujah! The, the world changes. It does. Diamonds and pearls all over the place. Absolutely. And Lots of... And what I, what I was really, really impressed with was the technology suddenly became more apparent in that part of the world as well, which was, which is quite interesting yeah, as well. Yeah, absolutely. But then also, the, the you know, the, the shift in dynamics of the, you know, of the Native Americans yes. and, the, and the, the new Americans travelling over. Yeah. And it, it felt like a real flip on its head. It, yes. Yeah, it, looked, it, was like, just... it was like a movie in reverse. It was, I, um... I agree. Absolutely. All of a sudden, the second-class citizens became the first-class citizens exactly and the whole thing right. just moved around. Yeah. So the synopsis is obviously, the, 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 this, 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 this tribe has obviously struck oil. They've become incredibly rich in America. And obviously, the whites part of America have decided well we need to we need to have part we, of this they action. want their part of that yeah, don't they yeah, exactly. in one, one way or another unjustifiably so may I add so they start to marry into the said families and they start to kill off certain parts of the family we're not ruling this plot because it's it's, it's, a, it's all part of history and, and I think it's pretty much set up in, in, well, the, in the trailer early in the film and pretty much kicks off doesn't through. it and it, and it just continues like that for three hours isn't it just killing off Native Americans yeah uh, white men hungry for power and money, basically. Yeah, absolutely. And mm. it's, a, it's a, a lot about the the schools within the white families yes. and within the relationships between the whites and the Native Americans. And, yeah, it's it's really, really... It's, it, it, yeah, it's fascinating. And, it, fascinating. and it almost goes beyond money. It's all to do with power at that point, I think, at that point, because it's all to do with passing down the heritage from one generation to the other generation and, and cutting that off at a certain point so you can slip in and actually take take control of that land and that oil, really, at the end of the day. Yeah, absolutely. But then also, the, the thing, one of the things I really liked about the film was the way that the Native American families dealt with yeah. being treated like... Yeah. The way they were being treated? Yeah, nearly. Nearly, So, so let's get let's get back to the cast. Then, so we're looking. We've got Robert De Niro. Uh, we've got Leonardo DiCaprio, and we've got the amazing uh, Lily Gladstone. 
Now, obviously, Robert De Niro, Leonardo DiCaprio is on form and for the last 10, 15 years. He's been on incredible form and he's yeah. just been smashing these incredible films out. And there has been a turkey, I don't think, he's made no. in at least 15 years. Well, they did They did their best to make him ugly, didn't they? They did. And they still failed. I mean, his jaw, just, his jaw was amazing in it because he was permanently grimacing. And his bottom lip was just like permanently just coming out like this, and he he just looked like he permanently looked like he needed some sort of hemorrhoid cream. Yeah. On a daily basis. <laughs> and and I've I just many a dodgy teeth. Exactly. <laughs> and and obviously Robert De Niro, he's had his fair share of turkeys, really really bad movies. And when he tries to be funny, he's not funny, I don't think. So this was him to me, Scorsese. However you pronounce it, um, has obviously a dragged. For a later yeah, exactly. show, I He's think. obviously dragged him back into his former abilities and went right. This is what you're good at. Let's 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 have some of that yeah. type of thing. Yeah, and he let, I think he kind of let him let loose on it and just he really. He, I think Rob De Niro looked like he was really enjoying the role. That's relishing in it almost. Totally agree. I mean, but. I have to say, I'm getting to an age now where all of my favourite actors yeah. are playing characters in films yeah. that are like two generations older than I'm expecting them to be. And yeah. I, I did kind of feel that with Robert in this. That, yeah, yeah, that yeah. I'm just like, wow, he is yeah. getting on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I was saying with Michael Caine, as we yeah. discussed before. Yeah. Now, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, his characters, his character, he, he plays his character that is, I think, is spineless. Totally. Deceiving. Uh has no backbone in any shape or at all and it's just a horrible horrible piece of work but not in an evil sort of ha ha sort of way just he's just he's just bad because he's spineless he doesn't have any of that ha 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 about him not at all he... Robert De Niro however oh yeah he's, there's he, a lot of ha ha with him he's all ha 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 yes yeah and so he's his character Robert De Niro's uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's character gets introduced to the amazing uh, Lily Gladstone who is a Native American uh, incredibly rich character, yeah. Uh, not in, not only in character, but also in money as well. Yeah. And I think her stance and her physical demeanor didn't need any vocals at all. She just she she could just stand there, and I could just look at her for hours. And she did for yeah. for hours of that film. Amazing. I mean, like she was literally just a presence. Yeah. And you knew what she was thinking. You yeah. knew what she was going to do. No, no fool suffered. No, there was. I mean, it was like the opposite of you. There was like there was. There was <laughs> No, like, flamboyant use of extra wordage. <laughs> it was just the bare minimum. <laughs> I should marry her. We'd be a fantastic couple. And, and, and You'd what, be a fantastic average. What I loved, what I loved is that when she, when, she would na- when she would wear her Native American blanket, I'm sure blanket is completely derogatory, I'm sure it we'll is. We'll find that out for next week as well. Shall we? And, 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 she'd, and she'd be wrapped around her and she would just, like... And she would just stand there and sit down. We've been to my lot about posture recently as well. And her posture was so magnificent and so regal. It, it was almost royalty, I felt. That's how, that's how I felt about her. Yeah, I think that's the, uh, the, the elegance of the Native American culture, isn't it? Yes. I, think, I think you always kind of get that image when, you're, yeah. when, you, when you see a, a and apparently together like that. Scorsese didn't interview, uh, didn't uh, cast, just went straight to her and went, it's your role. Bang, wow. jumped up. Absolutely. Fantastic. So the movie itself, as we discussed before, three hours, 26 minutes. I had a nice meal before I went uh, with, with some friends and family. And we were discussing the, how long it was going to be. And we, it, was, it was going to be a bit daunting. And we think, oh, God. And 
And when he got there, it didn't, as we, as we discussed before, it didn't feel that way. It, you know, for anybody who hasn't seen it, oh, it's, I, not, it's, I not a, it's not a reason to not see it. Exactly, yeah. exactly. That's what I'm trying to say yeah. to you. Yeah, 100%. So we, we, we watched it, me and my wife went to see it, and I got a glass of wine right. and nothing else. Right. And I was absolutely praying that my wife needed the toilet halfway through so she could get me a snack and a glass of wine. <laughs> I, I, I won't deny that I was Just praying for that. The couple next to us, when we sat down, yeah. they ordered, right. and they ordered two hot dogs, right. some loaded chips, <gasps> a pepperoni pizza, yeah. two beers, nice. two glasses of Prosecco. And, and I was like, a whole lot. Tap tap my other half on the side, going, <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, who, who would get that much food? And by half of the two, I was just like, have you got any crusts <laughs> left? <laughs> <laughs> they did it perfectly. That's it, uh, yeah. But I have to say, I mean, the, 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 I, I, what I like about the everyman food is, and I don't know whether you know this or not, is that they, do you know when you, you go to the cinema and there's really loud uh, rustling noises? What were they, they again? Really loud rustling noises. <laughs> rustling no- um, apparently the everyman have actually looked into the paper that's been wrapped around the hot dogs and so on and so forth and actually went for non-loud paper. What? Okay, so I, I, I thought everything was served up on plates and... No, 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 you, you get things wrapped in paper in, in little oh, containers okay. and so on and so forth. And um, have you tried their hummus? I have not, changed. Very good. Anyway, that's enough. And do you, do you know it's the only cinema in the country that pops his own popcorn? The Everyman? I don't think that's true, is it? Apparently that's what I've been told. I, I think that's a lie. Well, let's find out. <laughs> let's find out next week. <laughs> Um, going back to Killers of the Flower Moon, it's yes. based in the 1920s. Ah, thank you. Set, I should say. Right. And actually, it's already up for three nominations. What are the nominations? Uh, one is a cam- camera image. Right. Uh, it's nominated um, 2023 for a Golden Frog. Right. Uh, and it's also got two nominations for the Hollywood Critics Association Mid-Season Awards. Okay. Most Anticipated Film. See, I would... Would you say that any one of the actors... But like, I'll give you an example. The Whale, for instance. Brendan Fraser definitely deserved the Oscar as far as I was concerned. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Um, everything, everywhere, all of the time, that definitely deserved the Oscar for the film. Yeah. Would you cherry-pick one of the actors as, as an Oscar contender or would you look at the film as an, as an Oscar contender? Yeah. No. No, either. Either no. way. No. Dicky. Um. Well, I love Brendan Fraser and yes. I love John Lithgow, so I would as a personal favourite, nominate them. Yeah. Just for being them. Mm. <laughs> okay. I would say the film deserves an Oscar. At least a nomination. Yeah, a nomination for sure, but I don't, I don't think what, it's going to win it. Do you think so? No. What do you think it's going to win? I don't know yet. Let's talk about that near the Oscars, <laughs> shall we? <laughs> shall we, yeah. What well, else we're we in mid-season. What else are we going to talk about? That's it. That, uh, so we, we've done the Killers of, uh, yeah. of the Flower Moon. Uh, we're going to be asking our local cinema manager to dedicate or, 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 or at least uh, highlight a movie that they like for us to have a look at next, next week or maybe the week afterwards. And they're also going to highlight what, what food we should eat with it as well. Oh, right. So movie and snackage. Why not? And drink. And drink. Not just the snacks. Not just the you snacks. Be fully not just snacks. So what films are you looking forward to over the next couple of weeks? I've been looking at the... Um, at the, the write-up of, of a few movies that I haven't seen recently. There's nothing really grabbing me over the next couple of weeks. Is there anything that is grabbing anybody so I far? quite fancy watching The, the Great Escaper. I mean, I think as Michael Caine's last movie, I think you, know you what? do I think have to watch that. And, you know, I agree. I agree completely. Let's go and see that, and we could talk about that as one of the movies next week. Yep, sure, perfect. Okay, then. 
Uh, and what about Taylor Swift? <sighs> Next week. <laughs> <laughs> there is another one coming out. It's saying it's 2023, but it's actually saying the release date is 2024. Right. And it is The Colour Purple, which is the musical adaption of Alice Walker's novel. About, There's been a musical about like, Colour Purple. Yeah, about the lifelong struggle of an African-American woman living in the South during the early 1900s. Right. Okay, then. <laughs> is, that, is that out, then? Well, it says here 2023, but then when you look at the release date, it says it's... Oh, you don't forget, a lot of films are going to be pushed backwards because of the, the, the strikes. For instance, June, for instance, June 2, which I'm so excited about. Mm, yeah, That's being pushed back. So we're going to get Wonka instead, which is... Mm. Okay, we'll, we'll see that. <laughs> we'll see what goes on. So I think, I think uh, we wrapped it up now, uh, for our first ever podcast. I, I believe so. Fantastic. Marks out of 10. For the movie? Yes, please. Oh, okay. That's I'm gonna. Are we doing half scores? I'm giving. Half I'm, is I'm, I'm doing I'll seven allow. points, and then so I'm, I'll give you an example. I'm giving it seven point eight. Okay, because I was just, I was thinking seven point five as a as a, oh. as a as a as a score. It's um. I'll give How it 7. would you improve it, both of you? How would you get that mark up? I hate to say it, but it needed to be a two-parter. It needed another hour. Oh, that's a good idea. It could have been a two-parter. It could have been it? a two-parter. Leave it on a cliffhanger. Yeah. Yeah. Good shout! Don't let I'm going. I'm going to back you up with that one. You weren't expecting that, were you? No, that, I wasn't. That, that I wasn't expecting to back you up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I think we're finished now, Nikki. So thank you so much for okay. taking care of us today. Thank you. I've had a fabulous editor. I've really enjoyed it. Have you really enjoyed it? Loved it. Thank you I very much. I look forward to your next reviews next week. So go and go to what the most important message we need to give across to all of our listeners. Oh, we've totally forgot the main reason why we're doing this. Go to the cinema. Yep. Buy a cinema ticket. Let us know what films you like. We will be giving out numbers so people can get in contact with us, but not just yet. Let's keep it on the low down, shall we? <laughs> We're keeping it on a cliffhanger. We are. Beautiful. An actual popcorn pundit podcast. Yay. Number one. Adios. Bye. Hasta luego. <laughs>